So I was like, is that a liquid? I think it was just crumbs. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Biscuits flew everywhere. <laughs> Great start, guys. Great start. <laughs> Why is it always my episodes that get the bad starts? <laughs> anyway, hello and welcome to Baby Got Books, the podcast where we like big books and we cannot lie. I'm your host, Jasmine, and I'm joined by Annie and Crystal. Uh, last week, we were talking about To All the Boys I Loved Before. So this week, we're getting drunk and we're talking about crushes and the messiness of love because we thought that would be a fun and not at all personal topic to get into after having some alcohol. <laughs> um, this week, we are drinking a snickerdoodle-themed cocktail because Laura Jean stress-bakes snickerdoodles. Um, it's a fun time. It tastes kind of like a cookie. It yeah. does. An alcoholic cookie. Yeah. Delicious. The recipe for that is on our Instagram at babygotbookspod and on our TikTok also at babygotbookspod. So make it. Grab a glass. Join us. You've got some catching up to do. Podcast, 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 podcast. Babygotbooks. So in To All The Boys I Loved Before, Lara Jean wrote letters to every boy she'd crushed on and not dated so that she could get over them. As Crystal mentioned, they were her love exorcisms. So, <laughs> so if you were to follow the same system, how many letters would you be writing, guys? I should have thought about this in advance because all of a sudden, <laughs> no thoughts, head empty. I'm just like, I can think of like one last crush I had. That's wrong. I think I've kept a note about this. Hold on. Like a crush that you wrote a letter to and Like a crush that you never dated um, and you kind of eventually just had to move yourself on from. How many of those letters would you be writing? I like pride myself on not crushing on people. <laughs> Can't relate. I'm making a full-time career. I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I don't know because I feel like if I don't think it's gonna happen I don't cry. although but the not thinking it's gonna happen is the reason you like would write the letter the thing is with like Laura Jean versus me is like she's very like if she likes someone it's like oh what if Okay. Yeah, no, you don't have to be as full on as Laura Jean. Okay, well, in that case, it could be many people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I had to think back of like serious crushes I've had, I would maybe be writing and crushes that nothing ever happened with. Mm. I think I'd be writing two. I'm thinking that as well. Like, if it's a serious crush. Mm-hmm. The only like serious crushes I feel like I had was in like primary school slash early secondary school. Yeah. And after that I was like one of mine is like a full primary school crush. That's like the first one. Mm Mm-hmm. There's at least a couple in between that I can't think of right now. There was someone who used to go to my church. That's so cute. That was like fifty million years ago. (laughs) I feel like I could have at least four letters. Mm Mm-hmm. Two that I can think of specifically. I can think of at least one of yours specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you mean? I think I know who you mean. (laughs) Who do you mean? (laughs) Who are you to out but Yeet? Oh, oh. (laughs) yeah, that's that's such a key one. Yeah. (sighs) Consistency. Yeah, I think 
sees me. <laughs> that's okay, that's three. There's another one. Do I have any significant crushes in uni? Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever crushed on anyone at uni. Not really? Kind of a feelings void. Seven. <laughs> but I think I. I think. Oh, yeah, four. The one of them was like very part time. On the scale of crushes I've had, it goes mm-hmm. from like part time, like I see them, I'm like, oh, mm. to full time, I lie in my bed and I'm like, hmm, you know what I should think about <laughs> these hypothetical scenarios. <laughs> I feel like the second. It's happened very rarely, but the second I have a like, like legitimately make my knees weak, make me all flustered kind of crush, I immediately avoid that person for the rest yeah, of my life. Like, yeah, like I'm not entertaining that. Straight up, I dip. I'm just like, is that? Because <laughs> I just can't trust myself to act like a normal human being. Yeah. And I don't want to feel like that. Right. But also, I don't want to act on it. So I'm just yeah. like, oh, you are not meant to be in my life. Cool. Yeah. And I hate to be seen. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. and I can't hide things. So it's best not to be witnessed. Mm-hmm. When do you think you had your first crush? Um, and also, like, how old were you? Who were they? Give fake names, real yeah. details. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I have a very specific memory. Mm-hmm. I don't remember most things. But in oh. year six, I had a very specific crush. And it was like when we'd all moved into like sets for math mm-hmm. and it was like this guy that had been in a different class because everyone had really hung up with their own class for ages. Mm-hmm. We'll call him Billy Bob. <laughs> and I just remember mostly seeing him across the classroom being like, oh, goodness. Aww. Wow, it's so cute, the name. At the same time, I had a nemesis <laughs> in year six. <laughs> it's the earliest I ever felt tension. <laughs> such enemies but um yeah sometimes there's a fine line between <laughs> love and hate Eddie did you end up crushing on your nemesis perhaps I did <laughs> who could say you were out here doing enemies to love us why it's my number one <laughs> he was only an enemy from your perspective no we routinely fought oh, okay. we routinely had arguments out of Unprovoked. So you were actual enemies yeah, to lovers. Yeah. I love that. I mean, we didn't to no to nowhere. <laughs> enemies to nothing. Enemies to did not make friends. <laughs> oh, enemies. So he just continued to consistently hate. Yes. And you had a crush on him. I also hated, <laughs> but I was like, <sighs> you're like I hate you. Confusion. But I would. <laughs> Essentially, at the age of eleven, I was like, I love that. In this economy. <clears throat> so yeah. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. Crystal, do you have your first crush story? I can't really remember my first crush. I feel like I'm that bitch who was just like crushing from young. Real. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember. There's nothing like. There's not even an interesting story. Like I will crush, and I'm not like trying to get involved. Once I have a crush, I'm just like, oh, I think you're cute. I guess. But I feel like there was someone in like primary school, and it was like he came to our school. He was cute or whatever. <laughs> I like what is the words? Like I got to know him more and I was like, Man, boys are annoying. <laughs> You're cute try. but cool. <laughs> Next at what cost? Is it worth it? <laughs> I'm into older guys now. <laughs> Secondary <laughs> school boys. <laughs> No, yeah. I feel that though, since I was about 
I'd say since I was about 14, crushes have just disgusted me. Yeah. <laughs> like the second yeah. I get a crush, I'm like, how dare I? <laughs> Who gave me the right? <laughs> I actually find crushes fun to have. I routinely wish I had more because <laughs> it's just fun vibes. And I always, at any even point with a crush, I'm just like, I have no intention of ever doing anything with this. No, I'm actively like, no. <laughs> if I can't just mind my own business, I don't wear any clothes. I genuinely get so offended if I have a crush. <laughs> I don't need to care about some random guy. Thank you. I'm good. I'm the kind of person that will just fully avoid, like, cut someone out because I'm like, nope, I like you now. <laughs> if my brain is like crush, I'm like friend. <laughs> friend. I love friendships. Or I force them into a relationship to with someone else because I'm <laughs> They don't I'm like me. At- <laughs> they don't like me at all. <laughs> But if I like them, they're like, so they need to get need involved to with someone. Well, you know what? When someone is in a relationship, I'm suddenly just like, freedom? <laughs> yeah. I've never crushed on someone in a relationship. Like, that's immediately yeah. a turn off. I'm like, like, very what? off-putting. I yeah. think because I'm not competitive. Yeah. I just don't like the idea of sharing anyone's attention. I'm not trying to fight for someone's I attention. I never want to fight for someone's attention. It's just one, a bad vibe. Uh, my one exception to that rule is Jordan Fisher. <laughs> Valid. No, for the question. All of us, like, clamoring. <laughs> But then I also really had to like shut that down for two months because I was getting too emotionally invested in Jordan Fisher's life. And I was like, no, this is not allowed to be a real crush. So I really had to avoid everything he was in for like two whole months. And I was like, nope. I'm not allowed because I've never, that's something to go into, celebrity crushes. I've never legitimately, I'll like joke about celebrities, but I've never like legitimately had like a, you know how people get like proper crushes on celebrities? No. I'll be like, yeah, that celebrity's hot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But I'm um, there like, oh, they're hot. They seem cool, but I don't know them. Yeah. And then Jordan Fisher started getting too real and I was like, time to go. <laughs> I can't be doing this. I don't know this man. <laughs> I have like very long sustained, oh my goodness, the most handsome celebrity I've ever seen, <laughs> feelings about like Tom Hardy and then also Antifet. <laughs> but I don't care enough to like follow them on social media, seek out anything about their life. I have friends who would like, in like Insta chats or whatever, like send like celebrity like posts just because they're like hot and I'm like, I mean. I really don't care that much. Oh, I don't care at all. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they are hot. That's nice. If I see that's something about them, I'll be like, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That time we had the group com- chat conversation when everyone was like, who is Jordan Fisher? And I was like, the love of my life. Mm-hmm. And I went to get his photos to show people what he looked like. I wasn't even follow him, following him <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> I, was like, I love him, but I'm not invested in yeah, him. Literally. It's a fun time, part-time career. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, um, my first crush, I was... I want to say around nine, ten. He was so basically like, I have a younger sister, um, and people at our primary school kind of went through this thing of having like big parties for like the younger people and then inviting their older siblings along because we were all the same kind of age. So there was like a group of like four of us, and three of us were girls that went to that same school because it was a girls' school, and then one of them was that one of those girls and one of the younger girls' brother. And I was like a bit of a tomboy. So we like, I'd say got along the best because like he was an actual boy. And I was <laughs> I was a tomboy at the time. So we got along really, really well. Um, and then like the parents used to joke about it and be like, oh, mini 
couple. Wow. <laughs> it was really annoying. <laughs> Let's not get into that. But they used to be like, oh, I'm really couple. And at the time I was like, no, I just made a friend. And also this, ha- this has happened multiple times in my life. People will be like, oh, I'll be talking to a boy and then people will be joking us about us being a thing. Yeah. And then they'll be like, like the whole time you spoke to him, you were like fluttering your eyelashes. I have long eyelashes. <laughs> they flutter when I blink. Like it's not... A thing. I don't know how to physically flutter my eyelashes. It's actually very fun to do. I've never done it. I I learned it in like year three from like some old teacher in the playground. It's a very specific memory. But yeah, it's actually very fun. I feel like your eyelashes, meanwhile, are just like delayed the response Mm -hmm. because they have to travel so far. I don't know how to physically flutter my eyelashes and I get told this a lot and it's just I have long eyelashes it's what happens so they were all like oh yeah like every time you talk to him you flutter your eyelashes and I was like no I, I don't I just made a friend and people kept going on about this so much eventually I developed a crush for him <laughs> oh my god no I hate forced crushes I'm so sorry no I'm so sorry because I get that it's like oh you like this person and when they say it enough it's like okay I guess I kind of do yeah <laughs> yes but, yeah, that happened in like the first year of uni like I had a guy friend and everyone was like oh and I was like there's a difference between flirting and just nice pleasant conversations and yeah so I'll be like we talk a lot and then eventually I was there like maybe maybe I do like him we do talk a lot maybe that's what this is but no suddenly you're second guessing your own thoughts and you're like maybe I was flirting in that conversation maybe it was flirting oh maybe this thing that he's doing is actually flirting no. Yeah. I always hate that in a book when everyone's like, oh my gosh, this guy totally likes you. He's doing this, 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 and this. And it's just like, you know, he was just it's being her friend. Yeah. Um, Except the issue is in books, it will, they end up together every yeah, single time. In real life, <laughs> you're conned into thinking you like someone and they don't like you back. And you're like, oh, am I upset by this now? <laughs> when I was fine before. I can't believe I hurt my own feelings by listening to mm-hmm. other people. Yes. Or at one point I had the opposite where everyone kept convincing me that me and this guy liked each other and I kept being like, huh, no, we don't. And then eventually he asked me out and I was like, I can't say no because literally everybody <laughs> around us has been telling us that this is a thing. And she- <laughs> That's the thing I hate as well. Like, you know, like when they're saying to you that you two are like a thing, you know, they're saying it to the other person as well. And you're just like, uh He's been told this entire time yeah. if it's him, it'll be a whole mess. Yeah. Adversity. So basically, mind your business. <laughs> yeah, that's the moral of the story. Mind your own business. It's a lesson I'd stand by in my life. Have you ever had a crush end badly? I'm not here for crushes, let alone let them end badly. I, I've never been invested like you know when people in movies like cry over crushes or they're what like is- they go through a breakup even though they never dated the person I've never Mm-mm-mm. I'm not having that at most I'll be like shame I don't ever interact with this person that I saw three times anyway time to move on yeah. have you ever done anything embarrassing in front of a crush <laughs> I do embarrassing things <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Any tell us some stories. Ooh, uh, I'm trying to narrow it down. Um, so I once had this neighbour called him Stavros. And I'm not saying that I routinely made eye contact with him whilst I was looking out of a second story window into his garden. <laughs> but... <laughs> but... That did occur on occasion. 
because another time when I definitely just like tripped and my glasses fell off my face in front of my crush when I was at work. Mm. Oh, that reminds me of a time I didn't necessarily have a crush, but there were multiple colleagues there. Mm. And like at least one of them was my age last summer (laughs) at work and I fell down some steps. (laughs) No, <laughs> no further questions. That's it. That's it for me. That's just my daily life. Carry on. Truth be told, I embarrass myself so often that I just kind of am mm-hmm. numb to it. And I just immediately remove it from my memory, move directly along, laugh mm-hmm. away the pain. So nothing comes to mind. We ha- we're having a conversation at work. Basically at work, we're asking... I'm new to a team. So we're asking each other these like bonding questions every day like not actual bonding like not weird bonding questions but like everyone just asks a question someone asks a question every day on like what's your favorite musical or like something like that and then we all start talking about it Hmm. um and the other day one of them was what what's your most embarrassing moment and i was there like i have (laughs) so many to choose from i can't even think of all like one of the guys was like oh i don't really have like embarrassing things and i was like well we are what i don't have is shame (laughs) at this point i don't have shame i fall down i pick myself right back up again and move on like nothing happened because i don't care anymore walked into a door the previous day Mm -hmm. at work (laughs) like um Thank you, next. Did I tell you guys about that? No. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I was leaving this building, and this building has revolving doors in reception that you enter through. Mm-hmm. And I was leaving this building, and it was my second day of work. Um, and nobody told me that, so, um, that I, the receptionist finishes half an hour before I do. And she locks the revolving doors when she does. And nobody told me this because it's my second day. And I guess it's a thing you don't really think about. And the yeah. first day I'd left with someone else and they left out the side door and I just left with them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think anything of it. So I'm texting. I walk to like push the door. I walk smack bang into the door. <laughs> and someone else is coming out of the lift, sees oh. it happen. It's like, oh, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, fine. And then so I like walk to the side door. Side door's not opening because I don't know how to open open the side door no. the like cleaner starts yelling instructions at me I still have my headphones in, so I take out my headphone and I'm like what and she and the other girl who saw me walk into oh. the store start giving me instructions <laughs> eventually I get the door open um, and then yeah and so then the other girl who had watched this all happen exits out the door with me and this and I make a joke of it and I'm like haha can you tell I'm new? And she was like, oh, so you're Jasmine then? And oh, I was like, you're ruined. You ruined it for yourself. <laughs> you outed your own self. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, hi, yes, nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's sorry. yesterday Jasmine problem, but also now she knows who you are. So <laughs> Mimi. So that's how we... <laughs> That's how you make good friends, though. I was like, you know what? Of all the icebreakers, I'm okay with this. Honestly, honestly. Next time we see each other, I could just be like, I'm the girl that walked into that door. (laughs) And then we're friends forever. Truly. Nothing bonds people like embarrassment. Mm -hmm. Although I'm at that point now as well, like, I just fall over and do can't do stuff all the time. And people are like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm just like, I've already forgotten it. Like it happened. Honestly, it's on brand. No Literally, yeah, it makes sense. My life as an embarrassment is fine. Yeah. I just really vibe at this point. I just laugh at myself like mm-hmm. it's like, well, constantly. 
some of these things I don't even consider embarrassing anymore. So then right. when people bring attention to them, they're like, we all drop stuff. Like there was a point I had trip colds. every time I walk up or downstairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there was a point I had colds so often that it was just a part of my life. And then I'd like, I think I was doing work experience and I sneezed and someone was like, oh, got a cold then? And I really took a second to be like, what? <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, I just sneezed. Is that out of the ordinary? That's so real. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, who's, is this a noticeable thing? Like, are yeah. we all vaguely ill at most given points in time? <laughs> That's what uni does to you. Honestly. <laughs> you spend so long at uni just being ill. You're just like, uh, another cough. Mm, a different sneeze. <laughs> What's changed? So, do you still get crushes today, or do you think that's something you've grown out of? Yeah. (laughs) I can see you getting crushes now. Sounds about real for me. It's very much like a light touch. It's just for funsies. Yeah. Because at the same time, I'm generally not like, I don't want to do anything with these crushes that I am. That's valid. And also, I really only get crushes on people that are like implausible. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's like, ooh, this is a fun, like, imagination. Exactly. I genuinely don't think I could ever date someone I had a crush on. It's kind of like a don't meet your idols. Yeah, you idolise them in your head kind of. And then it's going to be a... Also, like, I would feel going into it that that's like a weird power imbalance. And I know it's just in my head. But like, it would be because I'd be like, I once had a crush on you. Mm. And you have just kind of noticed me. Yeah. It's like very much why I'm like, I don't like people that like were just in a relationship or are in a relationship. Because I'm like... I don't want to have way, way stronger feelings for someone than they have for mm-hmm. me. Because yeah. it just makes me feel like, ugh, weird. Yeah, I don't think... Maybe someone I crushed on and got over, but I don't think I could date someone I was actively crushing on. Yeah. yeah. If I was a crush I got over, I'd be like, yeah. is this fulfillment? And then we could date one day and I could be like, I used to have a crush on you, haha. Just keep background information. I just, I don't think I could date someone I actively had a crush on. I don't think I have crushes anymore. I do, like, because if I do, it would be like a pang of feeling being like, oh, I could see myself with this person. And then immediately I'm like, well, that's cancelled. <laughs> I guess we can't be friends. <laughs> I don't get out much. <laughs> you know what? I don't, like, interact with and meet new people and stuff. So I don't really get crushes. I might be like, oh, that person's hot. Move on with my yeah, life and never think about it again. Too. Yeah. I've got all the capacity for crushes. I just don't meet people. Yeah. Like I can't, I haven't had a new crush in like over a year, over two years. Mm, and yeah. it's just cause like, who have I met? Who have I met? I came to a revelation the other day, right? Mm. Because like uni, I kind of made my friends and then that was it. Like I met other people and I talked to them, but I wasn't that bothered about. Mm. And I've realized I am not good. Cause I was there, like, I've started this new job and I'm actually okay with socializing. And I've spent the last couple of years convincing myself I'm just not good at socializing. Mm-hmm. I've realized I'm not good at socializing if I think the situation's temporary. Yeah. Like if I think I'm not gonna be there, I still, I'm still nice and polite and like friendly, yeah. but I don't try as hard as I would. Or it's not even trying hard. I'm just not as comfortable yeah. if I don't think it's gonna like be a thing that lasts. I can never like find myself putting sincere energy in yeah. something when I'm like, we're never gonna see each other again. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna make friends enough to actually maintain a friendship. Mm-hmm this isn't going anywhere like yeah. or if I'm just like I know this person doesn't really care about making friends with me right now like mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense I feel like same as well and because I'm like not the most sociable person I guess <laughs> it's like I have to put in extra energy to like properly like talk and make friends with people so if it's not like a friend of my friend that I know is actually going to be in my life or whatever or someone that I know is going to stay it's mm-hmm. like yeah. I feel like this is why I just 
I'm not good with the concept of fake friendships because if I don't yes, see it going anywhere, I do not have the energy to like even bring it to friendship level, let alone like pretending to be your friend level. You don't have the spare energy to be maintaining nonsense. Like. No, it's not the one. Um, moving on, we spoke last season and a, a little bit last episode about our favourite love tropes. Have you experienced any of your favourite love tropes in real life? Any you've kind of mentioned going into enemies to lovers? I have a crush on my enemy in year six. (laughs) For listening. Ew. (laughs) Other than that. Other than that, there's like the crush on guy next door trope. That definitely is a thing. You've really fulfilled all of (laughs) this. Really and truly, crush on guy at work, mm-hmm. crush on guy in your class so you never speak to. Mm. Love to come full circle. But those are like, I don't know, of the tropes I care about, not really. Mm. The tropes I care about are like fake dating, which I haven't done yet. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone would like a fake girlfriend, please let me know. I just think it would be fun. Let me go to a free wedding and pretend I'm in love with someone. I'll be like, and. Oh my gosh, business, wedding date. I genuinely, I saw a girl on Twitter, I think it was Christmas, tweet out being like, if anyone needs someone to, I've got no plans. If anyone needs someone to come home with them at Christmas and pretend to be their girlfriend, I will do it. And she was getting so many legitimate messages and I was like, but I would too. I legitimately would just for fun. Literally, I'm like, I'll get some free time. Maybe not Christmas because I like Christmas, but if you've got like a random family event in the middle of the year and you need a fake girlfriend, I'll come and pretend to be your girlfriend. I love weddings. I'll go to anyone's wedding. Let's go. I'm ready. Give me a chance to dress up and eat good food. I'm done. Free good food? Open bar? Tell me more. Like, Mm -hmm. seems ideal. Um, But yeah, anyone else? Go through the list. Okay, this is like fan fiction specific, so I'm just going to skip most of them. Mm -hmm. But there's like mutual pining. So like, if you ever had a crush on someone who also had a crush on you at the same time. You know, I see, I say not like crushes, but like, you know, you're talking to someone and it's like, oh... I like you, you like me, we both kind of know it, neither of us have admitted it yet, and then yes. eventually we both admit it. Yeah. I've had that. That's a trope. Yeah, I guess so. Um, there's enemies lovers, there's friends to lovers. Oh yeah, I've done friends to lovers so many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real problem. Let's, let's not do that. <laughs> me who exclusively dates friends, I mean. <laughs> but yes, I <laughs> continue. There is sharing a bed. Oh no, there's only one bed. Drunken confessions. Well, we were like already a thing, Mm -hmm. but like not a thing thing, like a casual thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) There was, I'll tell the story, sure. I was seeing this guy for a while. So I was seeing this guy for a while in like my second year of uni, um, who I ended up nicknaming 5am like it was this joke between us. Yes, yes, it's this joke between us because one, so we were like seeing each other semi-casually. It wasn't like a thing thing. And then like one morning, so I lived in like 
a flat that I shared with my friends, but there was a flat above us and a flat below us. And um, obviously we all had the same buzzer because it was a flat. And one day I came into the kitchen and one of my flatmates was like, oh my God, the weirdest thing happened last night. And I was like, what? And she was like, oh, this guy rang our buzzer accidentally. And he was asking for Jasmine. But like, so there was a Jasmine that lived above us as well. And she was like, but he'd got the wrong floor. So like he was looking for Jasmine upstairs. It was really random. Like he just really wanted to come in. And he was like saying all this stuff. Like it was so funny. And I was like, oh yeah, so funny. text her and be like so did you come over last time by me and he was like yeah really drunk sorry (laughs) (laughs) so there was a drunken confession I missed really funny. I'm dead how you're just like, oh, so the girl upstairs? Jasmine. I, I, know, Jasmine. Oh, I thought you had like a secret guy. And I was like, yeah. That is the secret guy. That's so funny. <laughs> Imagine. That's so funny. She was like, anyway, it couldn't have been you, Jasmine. It must have been the upstairs, Jasmine. <laughs> no further questions. Yes. <laughs> so that's my drunk story. Okay, there's like no other ones that are applicable to this because it's like a time loop amnesia fix. Oh, of course, yeah. Yes. Body swap. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone's Freaky Friday at least once, right? <laughs> you haven't? <laughs> there's um, a love triangle, but that's a hellscape. That is triangle. the hellest of escapes. <laughs> the big boo for love triangles 2020. Mm-hmm. Other than that, also seeing a long list of um, 145 romance trips to teen writers, and the first one is Abduction to Love. Yes! Remember last year when that guy kidnapped me? (laughs) (laughs) That's called Stockholm Syndrome, guys. Why is that a love trope? (laughs) I haven't seen it, but you know the new Netflix movie that everyone's obsessed with, 365 Days? Yeah! I googled the plot of it, and it's just that a mafia boss kidnaps this woman. And says, you've got 365 days. If by the end of it, you're not in love with me, then you can go. And that's... That's literally straight up. He kidnapped her, Stockholm syndrome her. Everyone was like, but damn, he's hot though. At what cost? I'm going to watch that. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it, but I need to. It's very like smutty. I'm pretty sure it is Fifty Shades of Grey, but different but hostage yes. <laughs> but, but this time they, they're saying toxic with their chest literally with the chest like okay beauty and the beast it is beauty of the bees there is <laughs> number two is accidental of pregnancy oh, um, there's no. best friend's sibling best friend's friend best friend's have- lover okay last one's rude but I don't think I've ever had like an older brother with that a friend with an older brother that I've actively spoken to, like yeah. on a regular, I feel like in order to crush on someone, yes, you yes, need yes, to have like, them. if you're like on the like, I'm a friend, but I'm also a family level, which I am with many of my friends, but like not, they don't have older brothers yeah. that I talk to. <laughs> bodyguard crush, boss employee. Oh yes, I crush girl. on my bodyguard. Sister <laughs> <laughs> three, boy hates girl, boy meets ghoul. <laughs> A boy meets girl. <laughs> well, I have experienced a boy meets girl at some point. <laughs> I think we've experienced a boy meets ghoul, so... <laughs> Break his heart to save him. Brother's best friend. <laughs> I'm very anti, like, fancying, like, having a thing with your friend's brother or your brother's friend. Yeah. Like, in stories, it's always cursed. Yeah. Remember that one Jacqueline Wilson book where her friend starts dating her brother and then completely starts icing her yeah. out? Yeah. yeah. I'm still salty to this day. Mm-hmm. On her behalf, no. Awesome. Not having it. 
My friend was called Jasmine as well. It really upset me. I got really excited at the beginning of the book and then her friend ended up being the worst. And I was like, how dare you? (laughs) You have besmirched the name. That's why I can't deal with kissing, boo. I'm like, it's cute yeah, and all that you have a thing, she's so but into her best friend's brother. And it was like a rule. Best First and foremost, it was a yeah. rule. Yeah, it was a rule. Boo all around. Anywho, I can't talk about the kissing booth. I'll die. Any watched the kissing booth too last night, having never Ew. seen the kissing booth. Really? Such a disaster. <laughs> I roller coaster. I couldn't get off. But I also kind of loved it because I do love hot hot garbage. <laughs> I love that. Sometimes you have a hot summer's day, there's garbage lying in the road, and you're waiting for a breeze, (laughs) and you think the breeze is gonna come and save you, but instead all it does is bring hot garbage air to hit you in the face. And you love that. Sometimes. I don't know if that's the best analogy. Okay, is it? Are you sure? Mixes things up. Oh, plot twist. You go in expecting good content and you don't get it. At least it leaves you thinking, like, at least my life isn't this. Precisely. Um, bringing it back to books. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stop saying that so that we can't be accused of being a fake book podcast. I'm just going to let everyone forget that books are part of this. <laughs> but yes, um, do we think movies and books ruin real love or do they enhance it or are they entirely unrelated? Because, like, you've got Lara Jean, who's so obsessed with, like, the novel, like, the storybook idea of romance. It kind of... Like, when Peter in the book is, like, you are just in love with the idea of being in love, like, you don't actually understand love. He's very correct. She's very much in love with storybook romance Mm -hmm. to the point where it stopped her ever getting into something with anyone. Yeah. I think, on the one hand, I definitely remember feeling, like, very much like Lara Jean. Like, I was reading that and I was like, you know, that's definitely me at some point, where I'm just like... You don't think of romance in terms of like, it's just two people kind of content, like being each other's best friends and like getting along, rah, rah, rah. You think of it as like the drama and the action and oh my goodness, will they, won't they? And it's like, most people's relationships are not like that. Most people's love lives aren't like that. And frankly, when they are like that, you know that it's bad, it's toxic, you don't want any part of it. Mm-hmm. But it's so easy to like romanticize, first of all, toxic things. Let's just look at Twilight. Mm-hmm. Or like read all this dramatic nonsense and get swept up in it and Definitely. think like, I have to wait until I meet a guy and he knocks me off my feet, beats yeah. me up in an alleyway and then steals my heart. <laughs> and it's like, mm, incorrect. I think it's really good to have high standards. Like yeah. don't let yourself settle. But at the same time, know that books aren't life like you know how everyone's always like instagram isn't reality which it isn't but like at the same time books aren't reality movies aren't reality like i remember spending like a good portion of my childhood like my actual childhood it didn't happen when i actually got into like dating ages Mm -hmm. thinking like a boy being jealous of you is like a cute romantic thing and your boyfriend should be jealous of everyone you talk to and like oh no now like this hint of jealousy and i'm like boo Boo. Just be confident in our relationship. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's like, it definitely does have that effect on you. Mm-hmm. And there's many people that have never grown past this. But I don't know. It's just like. I don't think it ruins it, but I feel like it sets unrealistic expectations oh, that's on you. The amount of like teen books or shows I've watched with like 15 year olds who 
also the protagonist that also will end up with a boyfriend by the end of the book anyway but she's 15 and she's really upset and worried because she's never had a boyfriend and she's never had her first kiss and she's missing out and it's like you are 15 like go to school get some sleep a lot of people don't have their first boyfriend until they're like 18 19 20 20 plus like it's not that deep complete puberty like relax all these 15 year olds in books like like I'm the outcast because no, I've never loved, <laughs> and it's like well, no, you are a child. Like it's really not that rush, big a happen, deal. It happens, mhm. Yeah. And even if it doesn't happen, it's really not the end of the world. Thing I think like a lot of books and movies just like center romance as like the most important thing in someone's life, and it's like I feel like the media in general has convinced people that they can never be happy alone. Yeah. Yes which is an issue in itself. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't know who they, like, not, it's not a bad thing and I'm not coming for these people. I'm coming for society for convincing us it's a thing because they've done a really good job of it. But I know a lot of people that are com- like don't know who they are without a partner in their lives. Like they yeah. leave a relationship and two minutes later they're in another relationship because they can't be alone. themselves. Like yeah. they can't just be alone because, and it's not them, it's society being like, you're worthless if you don't have a partner, yeah. mm-hmm. which sucks. And that a lot of that comes from books and movies. Like it's always You kind of Even in like Hallmark movies and stuff They center on this adult And it's like Oh she's a businesswoman, But she's never And she's so successful But she's not Truly happy Because she hasn't dated Anyone in years And then by the end She's found someone And she doesn't care About her business Quit her job for it Lost her house And her friends But it's okay Because it's love Yeah It's always like Oh yeah She just She'll never be truly happy Because she has no one To share her success with it's like that's not it's not yeah it's just does she not have friends like friend or (laughs) you really do not have to have love in your life to be happy please be free emphasize romantic love above any other kind of love above friends family self-love there's a lot of people that really like don't know how to be on their own Mm -hmm. don't know how to like validate themselves or love themselves on their own and it's just like self-love is so hard it's just so hard but you have to like actively try Mm -hmm. and I think that I can't speak for you know everyone obviously Mm -hmm. but a lot of people in relationships don't ever have to like think about that because they can just be like hey you love me right yeah Yeah. you know what I wish we had more movies or books that they don't have to focus on them but at least addressed it Mm -hmm. friendship breakups because yeah. friendship breakups hurt wow. so much they and they me. like going through a friendship breakup is just as bad if not worse than going through a relationship breakup yeah. and I feel like no books and movies talk about it yeah like friendship breakups is like you breaking up with family yes like, and you like, you expect them to be there forever like yeah. rom- romantic breakups it's like it would have been nice but there was a chance yeah yes or no whereas like friendship it was like you kind of expect it's either going to be like stored forever mm-hmm. probably like maybe we'll grow apart but we'll always have each other yeah. but friendship ending like firmly ending mm-hmm. is so sad it's so sad and it's like friend like relationships when you break up with someone as much as it's awful mm-hmm. like I've been through some awful breakups but like it's kind of like oh yeah I planned my future with this person and now I have to change that but like friend breakups it's like I all, it's not even like I planned a future with this person. I just always saw them in my future regardless of what it was. And now I have to like rethink all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're not going to be, I hate friendship breakups. And they're so hard. And then you've got this added level of being like, oh, like 
a friendship breakup isn't a thing. Like I shouldn't be as upset about this as I am. Like you mope over a relationship breakup and everyone understands, but if you're like, oh, I've just like stopped being friends with this person, people don't understand it in the same way. (laughs) Of course you should eat ice cream and cry for seven Mm -hmm. days and seven nights. They're gonna be like, okay like yeah is that you is that still have you? friends so and you have like a boyfriend or something mm-hmm. like friendship breakups are awful yeah it's like when you see a meme and you're like haha i gotta send this to you and then you're like oh hello darkness my old friend <laughs> yep um anything anyone else wants to cover before we move on to a game it's been an hour Ooh. wow yes. i'm ready for a game ready for a game yes okay so i can think of a game to play so I have summarized various books and movies um, <laughs> into by like condensing them into their terrible love plot. Oh boy! <laughs> and you have to guess which book or movie. It like it relies heavily on having a memory. <laughs> you should get the. I've picked really basic things because I won't lie. At the time I planned this episode, I hadn't read a book in years. So, <laughs> So, um, they're all pretty basic books. I think, like, let me check. We've either covered or spoken about every single one of these books on the podcast. Okay. Okay. So, buzzer sounds, Crystal. Ka. Cool. (laughs) Any? Yeah. Nice. Let's begin. Do you want to play a game? Number one. Girl falls in love with the first boy she's ever talked to. Boy kills her cousin. Girl still likes him. They both die. Ha! Yes. Romeo and Juliet. You are correct. As you were really thrown by boy calls her cousin. I had to. That was what set it for me. First boy she ever talked to you killed me. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay, number two. Cynical girl meets pretentious guy. They go on a holiday. Things do not end well when they get back. Yeah. Yes. Is that thought it asked us? No. No, things do not end well. I didn't know what else to say. Because <laughs> I didn't want to give the whole thing away. I was going to be like, someone dies, but that's not nice. <laughs> Number three. Awkward teenage girl falls in love with a hundred year old man that will kill her if they both. Can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Twilight. <laughs> that will kill her if they both. Am I wrong though? You're not wrong. Anyways, yeah. Twilight, yeah? Yes, it was Twilight. <laughs> I'm talking about Twilight. Yes. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Four. Guy thinks being emotionally distant and th- liking bondage as a personality. Ka. <laughs> Yes. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. <laughs> oh, I knew that one. Number five. Online cyberbully targets girl and her parents and her friends relentlessly for years. And then, <laughs> yeah. Sweet, no. Crystal. Gossip girl. <laughs> the final line was, and then gets to marry her anyway. Um, <laughs> dead. Not gets to marry her anyway. Crystal is very much. I'm pretty sure. If I get these next two, I can win. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you get these next two, you can draw. Hey, Crystal might win. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Yeah, you can come one point behind rather than many. This was Crystal's okay. game, guys. <laughs> Number six. Guy starts having weird, confused feelings for his wingman. Little does he know that she's a girl in disguise. Yeah. Any. She's the bad. Technically. <laughs> What book was it based on? Okay, give me one second. 
In my head, I'm thinking of Twelfth Night. You are correct! Yes! Well done! There's always another one that I get mixed up with. I can't remember what it's called. As You Like It has a similar plot, but Midsummer Night's Dream, I think because they both have night in the title, I get them confused. And the last one. (laughs) (laughs) The one to win them all! Sudden death, sudden death. The one to maybe draw me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I think I had one more. Let me check, because I'm pretty sure there was one more in my notes app. Did I get cocky too quickly? <laughs> Find out yeah, soon. Potentially draw. Okay, two more. So any could draw. Okay. okay, number seven. Girl loves guy. He kills her sister, so she settles for her teammate, who has always kind of loved her instead. Uh, yes. Hunger Games. You are correct. Uh, nah. <laughs> What? <laughs> Not a dab in this economy. <laughs> Okay, final one. Girl unhealthily holds on to her crushes from primary school and yet it's some cut. I'm working out for her. Crystal. Till the boys have left. Not somehow. This was my time to shine, guys. Well done, Crystal. (laughs) So strongly won this quiz. (laughs) For always encouraging me to read books. I'd like to thank my two brain cells for pulling themselves together for this game. Well done. That was impressive. Um, that's all for today. Hope you've enjoyed this conversation. I'll be honest, I don't know what this was. Yeah. I feel like so far this is the least structured episode we've done. This has literally just been a conversation. Even the like first catch-up episode, I feel, had more structure than this did. It's because these drinks were so tasty, so we drank more of them than we usually do. Had a firm two of these mostly alcohol cocktails. Guys, please make these drinks. So good. They're so tasty. Liquid Christmas cookie. Like, mm-hmm. I actually can't wait for us to make Christmas drinks. I want to make peppermint one, whatever it is. Stay tuned till December, guys. It's so about it. Even though it's when does this come out? August. Stay tuned <laughs> for December. It's fine. We listen to it in November. And in December will be Katsina. But make this cocktail because we've drunk a lot of it. We don't usually drink this much. Um, that's all for today. I've said that. Uh, don't, don't forget to follow us on at Baby Got Books Pod on both Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Where there's also fun content. Maybe we post loads of extra information. We post these cocktail recipes. We post memes. We post cute behind-the-scenes photos. Basically, we post a lot of stuff. So come check us out. Tell all your friends. Tell your friends to tell their friends. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We read them. We smile. Yeah. Our world is better for that day, and it's all because of you. True. So. You know, do that. <laughs> um, as a side note, I forgot to mention last episode, but sign up to our newsletter. <laughs> oh, yeah! That's not- I really was about to stop that too. Join our book club. Join our book club. It's about to pop off. <laughs> <laughs> by the time by the time um, this episode is out hopefully it would have popped off we haven't actually started any conversations on there because we haven't actually had any book episodes go live yeah. but it's about to get real interesting if you want to be part of it come be part of it yeah. everyone's invited but not everyone chooses to join and mm-hmm. that's what makes it exclusive mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go are you a dedicated individual <laughs> then this is the book club for you yeah. <laughs> 
our emails are cute you get some behind the scenes to you everyone who listened yeah you would have got the august one by now everyone who got the august one will know a secret about our first ever episode and you only know these secrets if you sign up to the book club so sign up to the book club um that's it really um summarize some love plots badly for yourself tag us in them we'll try and guess them and we'll share the best ones on our social media um that's all yeah hope you've enjoyed this episode next week we're reading Princess Diaries. Princess the Princess Diaries, Diaries Royal Wedding. wedding. Can't wait. It's been years since I've read Princess Diaries. And this is a future flash forward one, which is very exciting. So join us. Adult shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Until next time, Crystal. Bye. 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 Bye.